So one thing that I do when I teach this class, uh, just to keep you from having to read stuff over and over and over, I record my wrap-ups for the previous week regarding what I've seen in the journals and what I see in your answers to the discussion board and kind of give you an idea of where we're at. Um, in this case, looking at the principal sort of journal and what you're looking at, and you're going to find that this question will come back in a sort of way later on in the term, but the idea of short-term, long-term decision-making wasn't really new to any of you, and you all did a good job of responding. Uh, and a couple of you did a really good job of saying, well, I don't know that it's either or, maybe it's a both and kind of question. And I think that's exactly right. I think that's the point I want you to take away. Um, one of the things that we often do is we often default to the long-term um, and that's not wrong, right? We do sort of think we make shortcuts if we do short-term thinking, short-term decision-making. Long-term seems like an investment, seems more enlightened with respect to our self-interest. But one of the things that a couple of you noticed and I kind of asked a couple of others is that is right. Long-term is usually more beneficial, but what about problems that need an answer right now? What about sort of social justice concerns maybe that need a response sooner rather than later? And so that's why that's there is to say, maybe it's not either or, uh, and maybe we're mistaken by giving so much primacy to the long-term. Not that it's entirely wrong either, but there's an issue there. Um, when it comes to the discussion board on euthanasia and abortion, that's kind of an odd combination for people, but it's to lean on this concept of the moral anthropology and that is what makes us a person what makes us a human and what makes us a human with moral rights and responsibilities um i asked the two questions sort of together this thing about euthanasia and abortion because people often do not have a consistent belief system regarding these two things they may say oh well I understand abortion in this context, but, you know, people should have life support and be taken care of or on the reverse, you know, people don't need life support, but we need to protect every, you know, unborn fetus and what have you. And what that tells us, right, is that biologically, I always find this fascinating, biologically, whatever we're talking about is alive from conception until death. That's exactly what's going on. It's always alive. So what we usually are kind of combating or arguing about is, is it a person? Is it something that we owe a moral obligation to by keeping that entity alive? And in terms of looking at this with respect to the Greeks, uh, Plato and Aristotle also, uh, it, it has a lot to do with being rational. And what is interesting is, you know, infants and fetuses aren't rational and then people on life support aren't really rational either so they would almost fail a greek conception of moral anthropology of what counts as a person who should be maintained or not maintained on life support um, but that's not to say that's the model we're trying to work with or that we have to work with um, the other piece to consider in this question is the do no harm aspect and i I include that because that is oftentimes a part of bioethical decision-making. It's one of the four pillars of bioethics in terms of uh, it's do no harm, do good, autonomy, and justice, if you're curious. 
But in asking these, it's because I want to give you some place to do some applied thinking about theory and about what this might mean. And is it actually a good basis for the decisions we need to make? And this is kind of why I asked this question. And it does have a lot to do with definition. It has a lot to do with what a just society would do. So a kind of dig, maybe, maybe a dig at Plato. Remember, part of what's going on with Plato is trying to follow up the project that Socrates began, and that is dealing with sophists, these teachers who are basically um, promulgating um, relativism and self-interest only. And Socrates saying, I think there's something more than that. Maybe it is that long-term thinking. Maybe it is enlightened self-interest. Maybe it's a greater principle. And as Plato comes along with this uh, concept of justice and a, a defined truth, goodness, and beauty, well, how do we make sense of that? How do we use that? And for most of us who aren't familiar with that, maybe what we need to do is just find a principle, a guideline we want to find or follow. So that's why I'm asking that. In bioethical scenarios, we will use that term, do no harm. Um, is that maybe the framework we could use to find at least a principle we can agree on to make decisions going forward? So I think you all did well. A um, couple of side notes, technical notes in the journals. Remember that when I say feedback, Moodle does a funky little thing and zeros you out. That's not your grade. Your grades now are updated, so those are accurate. Um, please do check back and respond. I do award full points for that kind of participation. And the same is true here with the discussion boards. That's pretty lenient with the points, but it isn't just you responding to me in the discussion boards. You are to engage and interact. So you get more points by those interactions. And that should be it. We will continue on with the Greeks and Aristotle this coming week. Thanks.